This is Greeny with Mike Greenberg on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on ESPN+. Plus. It's Greeny and name only. It's Emma. a special edition of Carmen and Sylvie back don't, at it. Don't Our make fun. Don't, don't make fun Greeny. of this show. Stop, but I love Greeny. D- look, you know I love this is, it. It's a way of life. This is an honor for Sylvie. <laughs> what an honor for Sylvie. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's a way of life. Is this the first time you're filling in for Greeny? Yes. Look at really? this. Oh, this is right. Right. Why didn't we text Greeny and say, come on for a minute? Like on great. your own show. Like, <laughs> how great would that be? <laughs> Greeny, come on for like five minutes since we're filling in I for think you. he's in Antigua. Oh, I that. think I saw. Lucky oh, right. Somewhere in Anguilla. 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 Antigua. Or you know, Anguilla. I know those are two totally different places. You know who's just in Antigua? I think it was Teddy G was just in uh, was Antigua. Really? I'm pretty oh, sure. Right. That, that points bet money. Oh, yeah. you believe it. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, baby. Points bet. Uh, cha-ching, cha-ching. Yeah, I think Teddy was there with uh, with the family like in the last few weeks. So he was, was not like a, there with Paige Brannick. He was not there with Paige. Okay. He might have wished he was there with Paige. No, uh, he's a well, happily married man. I, uh, he was not there with Paige. He was probably happier to be there with his family. But he was family. there with Drew Brees, yeah. actually. So <laughs> we're getting struck by lightning. <laughs> is that what Drew Brees is doing these days? Exactly. Yeah, better than right. broadcasting yeah. football games. Ah, all the islands. All right, boys. So what do you guys have in store since you're filling in for Greeny, Greeny uh, Carmen, and Sylvie? Sylvie and Carmen, do you have... Uh, Mike White? Are you, what do you got Mike there? White. Oh, my so God. Are you still, you still making fun of Greeny now? Yeah. 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 I figured you'd uh, save the music, maybe do no. some Yankee Doodle Dandy. Uh, yeah, some, would, well, uh, what's the old... Uh, <laughs> so maybe a, just, a slap uh, and tickle session? I'm going to play Yankee Doodle Dandy with Sylvie and just give him Yankee trivia questions. <laughs> I, got, I have a question for you guys because... I wasn't listening to the station when it was you two paired up together. Because you were young. Because I was, I mean, yes. you were, you I was like four eight or nine years old. I, I barely knew what a radio yet. was. So you have to explain all these bits to me now. Yeah. Right, I don't know God. what any of these are. I hear Save well, the Music. Uh, I, I Actually, I have heard Yankee Doodle Dandy. You've talked about I that I think because we may even have like busted it out a time or two <laughs> since when the Yankees come to town. That's where we sent... Uh, Ryan, Mendel, uh, Ryan Mendenhall, uh, the miracle intern, we called him, because Ryan... <laughs> G- G- yeah, it uh, feels like it's uh, inappropriate. <laughs> I know, it feels like everything we did is inappropriate these days. Yeah. Ryan, uh, who I still keep in touch with a little bit, he doesn't live in Chicago anymore, but we'll text from time to time. Ryan was legally blind. Yes. Um, he could get around. He couldn't drive, obviously. He could get around, though. Like, he didn't walk around with a cane or uh-huh. anything like that, but... Ryan was born with like a genetic eye disease or something, and he was legally blind. Um, like he, he could read with special glasses on a computer, right? And, have to, and there was a uh, software installed too, yes, <laughs> which would create havoc because from time to time someone would, act, would actually like hit a hotkey that would put on the software, that's, that's right. and then nobody could see it <laughs> except, could see for it except Ryan, Ryan, yeah, because it was so big and it was that's blown true. up, and it was like it, was, it would create true. havoc because it would come on and be like, we can't use that computer because <laughs> someone activated Ryan's software, and so like one summer night, so like Helen Keller, Keller, we called him. The miracle in because he was legally blind. And so Mendenhall, at one uh, like one summer night, it's like a Thursday, and the Yankees had a Thursday off. They're playing a weekend series on the South Side, so they come to town. And Sylvie and I 
decide to send him out on Thursday night to go see which Yankees he can find in the Gold Coast. Jeter. And he found Jorge Posada at Gibson's. And, like, and, and he had to ask people, he's like, can you tell me, is that Jorge Posada? It I think like, it is. Yeah. It we got like him on the cell phone. <laughs> we had him on the cell phone. And we called it Yankee Doodle Danny to see how many Yankees he could find. <laughs> when we call restaurants, dude, we'd have... So we'd have them paged when we <laughs> over the phone. We'd call Gibsons. Yeah, we would. We would do that. We did a lot of stupid stuff. Um, we, I mean, we, save the music. There'd be a local band. Yeah, that uh, we, you know, solicit people to email if you were a local band and you wanted to come and play on the radio. Come on in. Uh, or at least submit, you know, and your they resume. Would play our mm-hmm. ins and uh, like our our music, our bumper bands. music. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Gotcha. And, but here's the funny thing. Is we had them set up in in the second studio, our, our ancillary studio, and the entire band would for a three or four hour Waddle and Sylvie show, or I'm sorry, Carmen and Sylvie show, would then play the music in and out for like thirty seconds. That's it. And they would sit around for four hours. Four hours. Just and to then, play bumpers with no lyrics. By the way, they no. would play the music setting up as as uh, Carmen and Sylvie went in and out of breaks. And they would just sit in the ancillary studio, and then before and after they'd hang out a little bit. But it was just it was so amusing. But that- we would we would pub them, yes, and so right. where yeah. they could get their music, right? And the, the back in the day, like on MTV, there used to be like the public service announcements about saving the music. Yes. Yeah. Well, I don't know where the music was going, we but there know. would be so we would, so we would call it Save the Music Saturday. That's right. Yes. We were saving the music. We were saving the local music scene, and then um, we discovered the plain white tees. Yeah. So, oh, is that so yeah, they they got their start on the Waddle and Sylvie ask, show. Did any of them uh, have Carmen any success? I did it first. Yeah, the yeah. baby. Wow, we helped right. get them going. <laughs> then we used to when we were in middays uh, during the Taste of Chicago, we'd send the interns with twenty five dollars each to see who could bring us back the best assortment of food. Okay, and we would judge them on that. Yeah. You know what the Taste of Chicago yeah, yeah. is? Okay, you know what that is? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Never know. Do they even do the Taste anymore? I don't I, know. I know it hit a little halt. Well, with COVID, the, the, COVID, COVID definitely um, shut it down. But I don't even. Think, I think before COVID, it was I think slowing they, down. Yeah. You're definitely right about that. But it used to be a big deal. Oh, yeah, yeah. And 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 they were on it. We timed them as well, so they would take the twenty five. We'd and they take off. They bolt for Grant Park. They try to get as much food and as much variety as they could, and they'd have to get it. Whoever got it back quickest would get bonus points. Yes. And so we used to do that. And you talk about a scam. <laughs> a good way to get food. Yes. The only one time, the time we show. had we had Jimmy Buffett tickets to give away. This is I think we were still on Saturdays. It was like Saturday morning, and, and Sylvie dared the uh, not dared, but he said first person that brings us cheeseburgers wins the Buffett tickets within six minutes. Some guy is calling. The front desk is calling us. The the studio Mm -hmm. is here, obviously. And they're like, there's somebody here for your floor with cheeseburgers. Six minutes. The guy went to, like, Billy Goat. He happened to be listening. He was right here. He went to Billy Goat. He brought us cheeseburgers. And we gave him the Jimmy Buffett tickets. That's we, awesome. We did all kinds of fun uh, Gene stuff. Gene Greco's birthday one time. I was thinking the same thing. Wow, that's my whole time. I don't even know if we can talk about we it. We got him two strippers upstairs. We used to have, remember, we used, oh, to, yeah. have, we used to have On shades. We had shades that would come yes. down, and we had to close the shades. To- <laughs> two, two exotic dancers. On oh, the man. Air. Twitch would have been a hit back in that day. <laughs> I mean, we couldn't even, like, can no, you imagine no, today? I, like, no, I know. And then, like, there was one there was one thing that we did that people, we back in the day, we had the text line. 
And people used to get very angry. It was before Twitter about this. It was in and is this what you're thinking? In or out? Oh no, I wasn't. We, we that. used to do a segment called In or Out, and it was a subjective that. thing. And we would bring up stuff, and and we would quiz people. It was like a trivia game, but there was no right or wrong answer. But Carmen and I would set the right or wrong. Like yes. we would say. Um, you know, those flags that you would put on your car, like mm-hmm. those Bears flags yeah, that you yeah. put on your window. Bears flags that you put on your window and you drive down the street with them. Is that in, in or out? out? And someone say, that's definitely in. That's a cool thing to have. We go, no, that's nope, out. That's, that's out. so <laughs> yesterday. And then, what do you and, and, and then people would get so angry at it. Who are you to judge what I put on my car? <laughs> you two, you two guys don't, like, you n- haven't been around, you don't know anything. You two suck anyway, and yeah, what do you know? And we're like, nope, sorry, that's out. <laughs> Damn it, Neil's going to put you two in your place. If I remember correctly, we, there was also, uh, how old is Carlos Marmol? Yeah, we used to do that game too. How old? <laughs> and, and no, no, was it Carlos Marmol? No, Jose, Jose Cruz. Jose Cruz. Juan Cruz. Juan Cruz. Juan Cruz. Juan Cruz. How old is Juan Cruz? We that's right. That. And there was no right answer. And the same thing, people, people would call like, I'm on Wikipedia. Yeah. And it says he's 32. We're like, nope, nope. he's 41. That's all. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. The, the, the key was you never we gave never an answer. Said, no yeah. matter what anybody guessed, like, it was nope, never correct. Wrong. It was, that is not it was impossible <laughs> to know how old Juan Cruz was. Because that was back when Dominican players would were frequently you would find out like oh, yeah. a guy had been playing for like three years in the majors. And then all of a sudden they'd be like, no, he's actually so. Originally, we thought he was 29. He's actually 31 years old because I, they were falsifying birth certificates. I think to get that's better still deals. going on. Yeah, long, probably. Something tells me Jose Abreu is not 37 years old. That's just <laughs> my guess. Well, remember Jose Contreras? Yeah, he, oh, famous, he, was a, he famous. famously was five one, yeah. years older than uh-huh. whatever he actually All was. All of a sudden, they're just like, oh, by the way, yeah, he's not 30, he's 36. <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay. Uh, like El Duque. Well, like he was, was another one. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Cuban. Yeah, Cuban yeah. players oftentimes. Oh, good old El Duque. So you guys uh, psyched about that Bulls win last night? I'm, we're more psyched about the Kansas cover because we had Kansas. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so Sylvie and I are at dinner at Cut last night uh, with uh, our old boss, Jim Pastor. And we had like this great, we sat there for four hours. It was great. But I only knew what was going on by like one check of the phone. I checked the score and I turned to Sylvia. I go, yeah, yeah. No, we're going to lose the Kansas. And we, the only reason we played it, Charlie and I agreed that the game was much more important for Kansas. Kind of like their Super Bowl. It's Kansas for crying out loud. Our Arkansas didn't care. Yeah. And I looked at the score. I'm like, wow, we got that one wrong. Sorry. So, yeah, I, you know. Hope what you- were they down? Like 20? They were down more than that, I think. And it was, it was 15, 15 with, with like well, just over a minute but, left. But so when I got, when we left, I headed back home and I met a few people. And I walked into the bar and there were three minutes left. They were down 15. Arkansas had the ball at the 20. And I mean, I mean, that's it. It's over. Right. And the fumble happens, which I still don't even think was a fumble. I don't know how they reviewed that. It, to me, it looked like the yeah. guy's forearm is down. But they say, nope, call on the field stands. It's Kansas's ball. With like 48 seconds left, I'm watching this. I'm like, it's there's still no hope because Kansas had a sack and a holding penalty. They're back at the 50. And I think at that point, I might have texted Charlie and Sylvie. Well, when they scored the touchdown, I'm like, oh, this just got a little interesting because they scored the touchdown. Then they got the onside kick. And I'm like, this is insane. That's the only game I cared about. That we somehow (laughs) backdoor covered that. I was like, what in the world? We had no business winning that bet last night. Tyler, I know we're just discussing this, though. I lament the fact that bowl season, the only way you can really have interest nowadays is if you put money on a game. There was a time when you guys remember, Tyler has no clue, but 
There was a time when you actually enjoyed the bowl games and you watched every bowl game. You knew who was playing in the games. Oh, yeah. That's you knew long the matchups gone. before the day of. That's long gone. Like, yeah, no, I know it's long gone. It's 20 years in the past, yeah. but there was a time when January 1st was oh. all about bowl season and yes. bowl games and it was fun like i do think college football i understand the money there yeah. was though a time when maybe it's just the nostalgia for me Dude, it's, but it was the orange bowls tomorrow it, enjo- that, well, it yeah. was more this- enjoyable when they voted a champ <laughs> when, when it was left to the voters i'm telling you well the, the new playoff system that. will help it won't it I, it can't there will be more it, meaningful games it can't get worse because the semifinals suck they're playing to they're get all, into the finals, yeah. but they're I never think, competitive. I think theoretically it would, but sometimes I, I wonder, like, you know, teams can afford to lose, like, three or four games now. Like, the, I think the rivalry games are going to become less important as a result of this. Just the whole bowl season in general. Like, to your point, you, first of all, with the opt-outs, too. Yeah. Like, think about, like, Tennessee. I want to bet Tennessee, but, like, uh, Hyatt's not playing. I mean, you could go around and like that's the hardest part of the handicap is like, well, wait, who's in Notre Dame? Um, who's the tight end? Who's the good tight end? Uh, that's gonna, Mayor, Matthew, Ma- Michael Mayer, Michael right? Mayer, yeah, Michael yeah. Mayer's out. You know, Buckner hasn't thrown a pass in three months, and it's like I don't know how to bet Notre Dame now. Uh, there's somebody else out. You never know who's coaching these games too. Hey, who's the coach? Oh, here's Drew Brees. Like, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, okay, all of a sudden Drew Brees is on the sideline with a headset. Yeah. Like, could that possibly be happening? Well, like, he's just a, he's just an assistant too, well, isn't know, he? I, I, yeah, isn't he, Drew Brees just was, an assistant? He was a one-game assistant. It was like uh, it's crazy. You don't see this stuff and like the opt-outs and everything else, and like do these games really matter to if you're not for the big schools and it, that's like kind of the reason we were going to fade Arkansas yesterday now they had really control that game and but like I don't know it just it's hard to figure what's the motivation for a lot of these big schools if they're not in the playoff um, you don't know when any of the games are it's just weird I mean the bowl season is so much different it's than just, when we yeah, were kids just think about like it actually it went for the long uh, for the longest time where the bowl was the most important game yeah. of the season if you were Good enough to qualify for it. Yeah. Now it's it's definitely an exhibition game. To to that end, though, isn't it weird what we were just talking about with Drew Brees? Like he's the face of points bet and like college (laughs) and and the way they're like no gambling. gambling. Struck by lightning for points bet. Right. He got struck by lightning Uh, for points bet. And and then now here he is on the sideline. Does he have like a call sheet? I mean, like what's happening exactly? Like Drew Brees is on the sideline. Oh my! You know what's funny too is I think in Indiana you can bet on Indiana teams. Teams. Can you? I want to say well, you can. You're a coach. Are you sure? Austin would like to yeah. have a word with you. So that's an Illinois rule, like government rule. It's in Illinois. It's in New York. It's in New Jersey. I believe too. It's the dumbest rule by getting to that rule. It's the dumbest. It is. It's stupid. It's the dumbest thing. Like they're in Ireland, and you can't bet on Northwestern. So uh, are you guys going to talk some bulls, or are you just going to do full no, yeah. dances post-game show? I, I think no. we will. I, I, like, uh, again, I don't condone violence. And I think it's stupid when Clay Thompson goes off yeah. or someone else goes off and Cap says you should tackle him because he's playing within the rules of the game and making shots. That's when you should defend. But when somebody is so dirty and yep. has a track record like Grayson Allen and he broke someone's wrist a year ago and he has tripped guys in college and then he goes in with a forearm, whether he was pushed or not, he can control his forearm from going into someone's throat. Yeah, It's just like when you're a kid. The, 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 the little kid who's bullying kids 
as soon as the little kid gets punched in the face one time, one time, he never bullies again. As, as soon as he knows that it's possible that he gets punched in the face, that kid stops bullying other kids. Grayson Allen needs someone needs to walk up to him and 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 not like a I'm serious like yeah, I not this like is not a, Washington like not you, Rudy Tom John no no in, in or yeah. Bobby Portis like killing like someone was bringing up killing Hayes yeah. I want someone to face him look him in the eye and say hey Grayson and and, and put it put up your let put him know the, it's like, coming like it's hockey and and literally punch him in the face that's why and, hockey's great and and yeah like like a He's the and, and worst. Here, this First is, of all, this is what you deserve right here, and and and, and it will be worth every <laughs> fine and every suspension that you get. Stop calling him Grayson Allen. Call him by his real name, Pudwack, because mm-hmm. yeah. that's what he is. He's Captain Pudwack. With a capital K, by the way. Or is Yurko? That's exactly right. Yes. Uh, or Captain Rectum, maybe as Yurko would call him. He's one of the two. He's a Pudwack. He's awful. He's the worst. It pisses me off that he's actually decent. That really sucks. Um, but he is the worst, most awful player in the NBA. Uh, I don't often say I, I don't I, I don't normally care enough to really like despise an athlete. I despise Grayson. Allen. Yeah, mm-hmm. I despise hey, him. Hey. His his entire existence, I loathe. Has he reached for levels of hates? Uh, I, like Bill Lambert is the one guy who I always, as a Bulls fan, yeah. despised. Yeah. Like Bill like, Lambert, and I heard you talk about this. Bill Lambert was good. And Bill Lambeer was tough. tough. And Bill Lambeer, if you would fight him, would fight back. Yeah, he's this tough. guy yeah. is a oh, coward. Yeah. yeah. He's, the he's worst. a coward, and if you would punch him, he would he would fall down. And that's why he needs to get what he deserves. He's Silvio, the, will you root for him next year when he's on the Bulls? No. Oh. Well, we talked about this. I, 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 w- I wouldn't want him on the Bulls. Yeah. But saying if they, the Bulls- I, like, I don't think he's like he can get hot every now and then, like he did in the postseason last year. But in the next round, all those open threes were not falling, and I don't think he's well, even a good enough shooter where I would want him on the Bulls. Even I mean, even after the incident in yesterday's game, he shriveled up after that. Yeah. I mean, how many big threes did he miss down the stretch? Like, too? I just wish he was as like as bad as Jimmer Fredette. That's what I wish. I wish he couldn't play in the league. Unfortunately, he can. He's good enough to play G- in the league. Jimmer Fredette has the, the best quote of this station maybe ever. Jeff ever. Van Gundy, of course, it's what, the greatest ever. Card. It's when Sylvie and Waddle were arguing with not arguing, but they were having a conversation with Van Gundy, and they were talking about playing Jimmer Fredette, and, and Van Gundy said, "If you think Jimmer Fredette is the <laughs> answer you don't know the question yeah <laughs> it's the greatest we love that line so uh, much we laughed and laughed forever like, like you think that. if, if he like jimmer stung i wish i wish he were that bad but he's not that's you what think I if he's playing street ball oh, that he doesn't get hit please someone's gotta hit him he's the worst he'll stop yeah he's the worst yeah. but no one no one no one will do it and again it's not i'm not asking someone to come up from behind and do it I, i'm saying hey hey grayson let's go yeah well you need hockey for that Hockey no, takes you, care of that. You know who I wish was still on this team? Joe Kim Noah. Like, yeah, Joe might have. He, 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 he might have given him the this. business. Him, Nazi Muhammad. Remember what, what he did to LeBron we, in that playoff game? That's one of the loudest I've ever heard. We saw Nazi last night. Did you actually last night? Nazi Muhammad was at cut last night. over, yeah. We were walking out. He was just coming in, I think. He was sitting down with his family, wasn't he? We were. We kind of crossed. We said hi real quick. Nazi Muhammad was just walking in and sitting down for dinner at cut last night when we were walking out. But like not 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 a push, not not a push, not a like. Someone needs to take take their fist and they need to hit him in the face. 
And I don't condone violence ever. Well, you are condoning it. In, in this instance, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, this one time pass. That, is, yeah. that, is, that is a man who needs to be punched in the face. <laughs> He's the worst. I don't condone violence, but I wish someone would punch him in the face. In the face. In All the right, face. boys, what, uh, what do you have coming so up? Had a good idea. We, we concocted a list uh, that to, the, the 10 best Chicago athletes of 2022. Who is okay. the athlete of the year Who's in the Chicago? I, I, I think it's obvious. Yes, I was going to say. Well, Carmen is not going I, with him. I don't. I'm not. I can see the case. I don't know who you're picking. I think there's two other I, options. I think there. Are, I can see the. I think it's I think one of three guys. Yes. And I know who. Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess. I know who he's going I'll with. I'll show Meller who. And I. I, and I mm. He's in my top three. If mm-hmm. I. If I'm guessing this That's guy correctly. I need the parameters for well, just well, you know. Chicago. No, no, I know you guys have to, I can't wait Who to hear. Who is the Chicago athlete of the year? I believe it's obvious. I believe it's Justin Fields. I'm going to get ripped probably from my. Yeah, it's like you know, okay. like the Sports Illustrated. That's a parameter. Right. Yeah. The Sportsman of the Year. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like. But you can see why. Yeah, I no, that. absolutely. I, 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 I get it. Tyler knows who I picked. I yeah. get it. I get it. I can see the argument. I, yeah, all right. Can't so, wait to hear So what we'll get into that. Um, Waddle sent us an interesting thing on the Bears projecting their last two. Believe it or not, Waddle's got the week off, and he's sending us content. He's in the lab. Yeah. He's sending us more content <laughs> than he does when, when he works. Works. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh, Yurko sent me some content. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so like, they're projecting the last two Bears game. You're, you're not going to believe what they have. I want to oh, build boy. on the Devontae Adams conversation, too. We had it yesterday. You guys had it this morning. And I, I'd like to talk more about that, especially out in the wake of what he had to say. Right. Because he said the only reason he was there is because of Derek Carr. Yeah. And I think they're going to have to trade him. Can't wait. All right. Uh, All right Sylvia and Carmen Happy up New Year, next guys. in for Greeny. You guys as well. Enjoy it. Thanks for listening. It's Ben Melaranaki in for Captain J. Hood on ESPN. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom, 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 Zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. One final day together, Sylvie and Carm, for uh, the next few hours, and then we take you into the Pinstripe Bowl. You got a doozy of a game when we got off the air yesterday, uh, the Liberty Bowl that we were talking about a little bit. So uh, we are going to have some fun until 1. We're going to talk to Tony Dungy. We are going to get the best plays and talk about the biggest bowl games with Todd Furman at noon. He's our guest on the Carmen and Yurko Show every Thursday. And Connor did a McKnight at the Movies. For us, so that's very cool, and we're going to talk about our uh, our Chicago Sportsman of the Year, and uh, I think we are going to have a different uh, number one. I think our top three are probably going to be the same three, just in a slightly different order. I told Sylvie when we got in today, I said it wasn't easy, which doesn't speak well for the state of Chicago sports right now, my friend. I'm like, it wasn't easy to find 10. I, I don't know if I even like my list that much. I think I have a good yeah, list of 10. I, yeah, I, I think I, I, I do. I'm sure there are going to be pe- people on Twitch are already... Uh, already bitching? Co- they're, they're already coming at me about every possible thing today. But that's good. It's it, it's fine. You can watch us on twitch.tv yes. slash ESPN 1000 Chicago. Should we... Do you want... I, I don't love my list either. I don't love uh, it. I, I, uh, like, I, I do believe that it's, it is obvious at one. I'm surprised you don't. Can you want me to... Well, I... Uh, we should go 10 to one. Yeah, 10 we? to one. Yeah. Yeah. You want me to go with number 10? You want me to start? Who my number 10 is? Should we just do the entire list instead of going 10, 10, yeah, 9, 9? Probably. Go, go ahead. You All give right. yours. Here's my list. Number 10. Wow, we only have a minute? We got a break? 
See, this we is why so this is why the Waddle and Sylvie clock is so much better. You said clock, right? Yeah. Oh well, well let's hold up. We can't we can't yeah. start yeah. this now. How can I take the special guest? It's 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 it's. Who do you think it is? It's he makes picks every week in the show, but he didn't want Sylvie for some oh, reason. Oh yeah, let's do this Sylvie. real quick. Hold okay. on. Let's do our our special guest. He didn't want Sylvie to know. It's a big surprise. The big reveal. Special get mystery guest. Say hello to Mark Silverman. It's Pauly Cheesecake. Pauly Cheesecake. You were supposed to make him guess, Pauly. That's all right. It's okay. It's the holidays. I didn't oh, want to I miss okay. you, Pauly. Thank it. you. Thank you. Pauly, I was you. gone last week. How were uh, how were the picks? I only went one and two. Okay. The, 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 yeah. Oh, I'm hoping to bounce back. Um, uh, listen, are you making any cheesecakes for uh, anybody special for New Year's? On. Uh, None, but I have some in January. You got a few in January. You already got orders lined yes. up for January. The yes. business, yes. this guy. I mean, come on. Are you are you making yes. cheesecakes for anyone famous? Uh well, you know, you said the other day about meeting famous people. I've met a few in my life as well. That doesn't really answer the question, yes. though. Are you making cheesecakes for anyone famous? Uh, not lately, but I'm waiting. You, you were told to say to to Charles Barkley for Who? me. Oh, Sylvie was supposed to say something to Barkley? Yeah, because I, I tweeted him about that. Mm, I, I dropped the ball. I'll tell you this. Next time they have Barkley on, Sylvie won't forget, and he'll say I, something. The, have you ever made then, a cheesecake for Barkley? I, I wanted to. I've also wanted to make one for Stephen A. Smith because he's, um, he's right near me. I know Stephen would love to get a cheesecake oh, yeah. for Polly yeah. Cheesecake. Yeah. Just don't yeah. charge him when you give it no, to him. No, 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 that's not, a free no I'm not going to. You've done that's, that before, that's, though. That's, you've, you, you, not, you've not made the, cheesecakes for us, and then you try to charge us. Not we're, the first time. We're not famous enough. Not the first time. The first one's a freebie. That's how he gets oh, uh, coming back. All right, Polly, what are the picks for this week? I want the Niners over the Raiders. That's probably a good call. That's going to be like a home game for the 49ers, even though they're on the road. Points, isn't it? It's the, 10 points, the yeah. Giants, the Giants over the Colts. You're going to go the, Giants over Colts, okay. Six points. I can, and I, I I can get the, behind uh, that. Yes. And then I'm not taking the Dolphins this week. No, okay. no, I'm not. Pa- I would pass. Yeah. I'm taking uh, Tom Brady. You're taking Brady in a big divisional matchup against the Panthers. Lane three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Laying the yeah. lumber as always. Paulie, happy new year. Yeah. Call next week. Happy new year, guys. I will. And I'm calling back at my normal time because I'm back to my normal schedule. That sounds oh, good. I, I can't okay, wait. That I'm was glad. huge okay. news. See you, Paulie. There he is. That Paulie, was, I was. Thank goodness. I love that guy. Happy new year. Uh, we'll start the list okay. coming up next. Listening to Carmen and Yurko on ESPN 1000. Follow at Carmen DeBalco and at Yurko 64 on Twitter. Carmen and Yurko on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Yeah, Carmen and Yurko, Sylvie's in for the good kids, so we're hanging to one. And then uh, we're out of here. This is the last day for us, and so we want to do our. Sylvie had a good idea. We want to do the. 10 Chicago Athletes of the Year. I think our one, two, and three are going to be the same three, just not in maybe the same order. Mm -hmm. Actually, I'm 100% positive they're not going to be, but I think it's pretty obvious. After three, I think it gets tough. Here's my list. You want my list? Yeah, go ahead. Number 10, I'm going, I put a rookie on there. I put Jaquan Brisker. Drafted by the Bears. I was thinking about it. Started 13 games. Uh, He's got the second best PFF grade amongst all the rookie safeties, you know, and he's the... He's shown some ability um, as as a as a playmaker, as a as a stout tackler in the box, and things like that. So I put Jaquan Brisker on my list at number ten. Number nine, even though it was only a half season, it was pretty damn awesome offensively. I wish he could play a full season. I put Aloy Jimenez 
as number nine on my list. Look at you. Yeah, he slashed uh, 295, 358, 500, and he had the best OPS plus in all of Chicago baseball by a long shot at a, at a 140. He really did have a terrific offensive year. Problem was it was 85 games. I'd like to see it more than that, but he's number nine on my list. Number eight, back-to-back baseball players, Wilson Contreras. He was an all-star, and he got paid this offseason. Not by the Cubs, but he got paid so good for Wilson. Uh, number seven, Patrick Kane. Finished the 2022 campaign uh, inside the top 15 in points on a terrible team. He had 92 points last year, and Kaner is still probably one of the 20 best players in the league, even uh, though he's playing with nobody. So I, I put Kaner on my list like at that. seven. Yeah. Uh, I put Eddie Jackson at six. Wow, I was yeah. thinking about Eddie. Could not pull the trigger on it. 12 games. I know it's only 12 games, but Eddie, after going two years without a takeaway, four interceptions, two forced fumbles, and the 11th best player grade amongst all safeties in the NFL in the time he was on the field this year. Eddie really had a nice bounce back year. It's too bad his season got cut short. Uh, Number five on my list, I put uh, Zach Levine, who finally helped the team make the playoffs. And he got his max deal, so good for Zach. We do have huge, hugely different lists. We do, yes. Okay, Number- I could, I could not, I could not rationalize putting Zach on my list. Really, is is as much as he got? He did get well, he paid got to the playoffs. He got paid. I, I know. He hasn't but, had a good start did, to this what, year. What did he really do in the postseason? Nothing. Like, like it was Demar who won that one game for them. That's true. Well, he's certainly on my list. But all right, number four, Liam Hendricks. Uh, 37 saves, maybe not as good as he was the year before. The I'm last glad couple. you put him on because I thought I'd maybe reached on my list with him. No, I think he got it. Good, good, yeah, good, number okay. four on my list. Uh, third is all, third All Star team. He had the seventh best strikeout uh, percentage of all the relievers across all of baseball. And like I said, 37 saves, pretty impressive. Number three, this is where I think we're going to be the same with these three players. Uh, Demar for me, number three on the list. He spent. Basically spent the 2022 calendar year, you know, last season, end of last season, into the season, averaging 28 a game. He's the Bulls' best player um, for what that's worth. So DeMar's on my list. I put Justin Fields at two. Sorry to piss everybody off. Finally, uh, a franchise quarterback potentially here. And he's been awesome and he's been exciting to watch. In his last eight games, really, I think the progress has been incredible. So I love that. But the guy who had the best year to me, just uh, it's a meritocracy, right? The guy who had the best year was Dylan Cease. First in the AL in all war for pitchers. Number one. Finished second in the Cy Young voting. He had the second best ERA plus in all of baseball last year. Um, so for me, Dylan Cease is number one. Interesting. Um, That's and, my and top yes, our, our top three are exactly, uh, not exactly the same, but the same people. Okay. In, just in different orders. Just in different order. I and, knew we'd have the same people. And I think there are a lot of mi- mixing and matching as far as themes go here. Okay. Number 10 for me. Now, you may rage against this one. I put Jose Abreu on the list. I won't rage. I, 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 like, he still what led the White Sox in batting average, and he still played every single game. His slug was down. It that was. was very, very big. But still, Jose Abreu was very important to a really bad White Sox team. All right. I could not put Aloy on the on Because he only my played list. half a season. Right, right. And right. I was thinking about, you know, Tim Anderson, the way yeah. they go. He didn't play a lot either, so I could not put him on. One guy who I thought you left off who deserved a spot, I did not put Willie on as much as I love Willie, but I found a spot for Ian Happ on my list. Yeah, that's a good call. Ian Happ won a gold glove. I believe Ian Happ finally found consistency offensively as a switch hitter. I hope now that Ian Happ has found a long-term home 
on the north side. I put Ian Happ at number nine. Patrick Kane is number eight on my list for everything that you mentioned. Uh, number seven is where I found a spot for Liam Hendricks. Okay. Uh, you had him higher, I was wondering. Higher. One guy who I really, this is my biggest issue with your spot, with, with, with a name on your list that you did not have at all. Mm. A baseball player who really established himself on the north side. Nico? Nico Horner. I thought about Nico Horner. Nico Horner. In fairness, I did think about Nico. Nico Horner, to me, like, was probably the best story on the north side this year. Because because you didn't know what you had with him this year. And a lot of people said, hey, you you at least found a shortstop. Um, You needed to add in free agency. And if you didn't add a shortstop, you still needed to add impactful bats. But you you found a really really good player, and now that you got Swanson, you got a great player at second base. Kid's a whiz defensively. Too. He's he's he really fantastic, and, he, like and, and, and his bat came yeah, to life it did. too. I thought about Nico. Oh. Maybe should have squeezed him in over like Brisker or something. But I did think about Nico Horn. And, and then I think you missed on this person too at number five. Um, Candace Parker made my list. Candace Parker in her first year with the Sky did not play nearly a full season. I think she only played 23 games. In this year, I think she played 32 games. It was closer to a full season. They did not win it all. She's still their best player, their best all-around player. Um, Copper that point is very, guard is good, too. Yeah, yeah Kalia uh, Copper's good. Yeah. And then, um, oh, am I blanking on the other point Quigley? guard? Quigley? Is it? Uh, uh, no, Allie's not really a point guard. She's good, too. That team is fun. I took my daughter and one of her but, friends. But They're fun still, to watch. It's still Candace Parker. Courtney Vandersloot. She's Vandersloot. good, Vandersloot. Yeah, she, They're She's all good. very good. And it's why they have a chance to win the title. But yeah. if Candace Parker doesn't return, Candace Parker is still the... She's Boy, still the GOAT. She's still awesome. It is true. And I'll tell you, when she's on the floor, like I said, I've been to those games. Like The place goes nuts when she's out there. Yes, I mean, it really does. Yeah. Like, uh, number four, you may argue with this. And this is where the argument came with Waddle and me. I put Roquan Smith on my list. Roquan you know Smith, what I thought about Roquan? Like, and, and two reasons. A, he, he was an impactful player for the Bears. And B, he got them a second-round pick. And he was so polarizing as far as should you trade him, should you keep him. And they ended yeah. up getting a huge, impactful pick in the rebuild. So this goes a long way, and it was one of the biggest days in the Bears' calendar when they decided to trade Roquan Smith and pick the lane. Like, the story... And this is where I think our lists differ a little. You're right. The story makes it worthy, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, how you, you interpret the You went more stats, and I, I went more storylines, probably. And I thought about Roquan for all the reasons you just said, and I think it makes some sense. He was their best defensive player. Then he got them probably their biggest asset in the season, the Baltimore yeah. Ravens' uh, second-round pick. Yes. And they're losing games, and it's it's getting a little bit higher than they thought. Dylan Cease is number three for me. Three. I put DeMar number two. They win because of... We, we, we argue all the time about what how good is DeMar. You always say, no, he's not uh, Tatum, he's not uh, Giannis. I get that. How many guys truly in the league can do, though, what he did last night? You know, they, he's still a win-because-of guy, and that's why I love DeMar DeRozan. He still wins you games. He's without question in the top three. And, and Justin Fields, to me, it's... The story. He is, he's the athlete of the year, and, and uh, without him, they're absolutely nothing. There's no hope Oof. with the Bears. If they don't have Justin Fields, it's as great enough. of a year as, as Dylan Cease had, without Justin Fields, there is no hope. There You're is right. they have zero there. They have no hope. And we're not talking about the Bears one bit. I know. 
It's very true. There is no hope without Justin. None. The only reason, and not everybody sold. I get that. Uh, Eddie on the north side wants more uh, Patrick Williams and less Justin Fields, which we think is a little crazy. But uh, maybe not everybody sold. But you are 100% right that there is zero hope without he just rep- Justin's progress. He represents, to me, like all all the hope going forward. Yes. And it's like just a bigger a bigger thing than any stat can quantify. And he had, statistically, well, statistically it's been well, good. That's- he had a record-breaking year with, with the rushing yards. Where Bears franchise record could break the NFL record. Um, he still accounted for, what, 20-some touchdowns? Yes, he's over 20 touchdowns. I, listen, I want... The Bears quarterback to throw for 5,000 yards. Of course. I mean, I'll, I'll take 4,000 for crying out loud. Give him some weapons. I and want we'll that, see. but exactly. Like, if he's paired with Devontae Adams, then maybe he can throw for 4,000 yeah. yards. Justin Fields' quarterback rating over the last eight games is 99. We would take that and, and say, yeah, okay, yeah. now you got a quarterback that's blossoming that you can win with. And if you get him weapons, you're right. He like, is like, the like hope. De- Derek Carr, I heard them talk today. Derek Carr has 3,500 passing yards or whatever it is. His passer rating is like 86 or 84. And he's being benched. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you could you could yell about yards and stuff like that. But what Justin Fields is get, giving the Bears right now, and he's still far, far, far from a finished product yep. and has no weapons. Yep. It, it, he, took the, he took the jump that we wanted him to take. Now he's got to take another one next year. All right, thoughts on the list. Uh, your thoughts, 312-332-3776. We want to talk more about the Devontae Adams stuff, too. I know you still yeah. want to talk about that. We'll do that. Tony Dungy will join us to go around the NFL. We'll ask him about that. At 11, absolutely. And we'll talk to him about Justin's development from what he's seen. We'll be right back. See what Carmen and Yurko are talking about on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago today. This is Carmen and Yurko on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Eighty-eight catches for one thousand two hundred and ninety yards and 12, 12 touchdowns, which leads the NFL. Sylvie, who am I talking about? Devonte, Devonte Adams, and he's had like the last couple of weeks have been down too. If you've had him in fantasy, you know that because... that three straight bad weeks, actually. Yeah. You're right about that. Uh, 18 touchdowns in 2020. 11 last year. 85 touchdowns in his career. He's 30. Uh, yeah. Sign me up. I don't know if it's possible. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know if they pivot or not. And it's going to cost you a lot. Will it? But yeah, I think so. Well, it's going to cost you... I mean, you're good. it's going it cost you a first-round pick, right? Yeah, I yeah. mean, well, you know, so, like, what, do you, what do you do, swap picks with them? Well, what that, what that, happens? That, that was the idea we were throwing around at dinner last night. We were uh, out with the Raiders fan, our yes. old boss, Jim Pastor. Yeah. And I think uh, Twitter, someone on Twitter had tweeted us this yesterday. So, like, this is why it's important if the, the, the Bears stay at two or maybe get the one pick. If the Raiders, let, let's say the Raiders have the number six overall pick or wherever they are. Six or seven. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's. I'll find it real quick. But go ahead. Could yeah. you do a pick swap with like if the Raiders need a quarter? The Raiders are going to have to draft a quarterback. So would you do the first over the second overall pick for the sixth or seventh overall pick? Vegas is ninth right now. Surprisingly. Okay. Would you do the second overall pick for, for the, the number nine and Devontae and Adams? Devontae Adams. And that then has you, to be the trade, And right? then you go and you get, like, the tackle from Ohio State. 
Yes, Paris Johnson. That'd have to be the trade. So you get your tackle and you get your wide receiver. What about your edge rusher? But you, I you mean, find it later, uh, I know. Uh, and you, you have all the money in free agency. I know you, you have to pay for Adams, obviously, but you have a ton of money. And then now all of a sudden you have Adams, Claypool, and Darnell Mooney. I, the whole thing is intriguing because everything becomes better on that offense just with Devontae Adams. Everything. Well, and Doesn't then if it? you get a tackle, and then if too, you get a tackle, you get as well? a tackle in a number one wide receiver. That's what we're it, like you said yesterday. We are going to debate this ad nauseum. I mean, this is going to be the next four months, people. So buckle up. Um, that's going to be it, right? I mean, like so if if that becomes an option, if it if it becomes viable, we're going to debate this. Like, no, do you just stay there and grab potentially a generational three technique or an edge rusher? Or do you do a trade like that and try to fix your offense? And are you cool moving back that many spots, acquiring a 30-year-old, you know, soon-to-be 31-year-old wide receiver who you have to pay a lot of money to? Now, remember, the Raiders we, are ninth now. But with Stidham starting, like, where... They where, should lose this week. Where, right, right. Where, yeah. where are they going to be? I, like, again, and remember with the Bears, that's why it's vital. Vital. Like, if you just win one game, you may tumble to four. Like, so, like, for the people who say, no, I can't go down that far. By just winning a game, you may go from one or two to four or five. Like, so. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if Denver's winning another game, guys. No, they're not. Denver's not winning another game. I don't think the Cardinals are winning a game. I don't think the Cardinals are going to win a game. I don't think they are. Uh, you probably don't have to worry about the guy because I, I, I can't see the Bears going. They're not. They've got. You know, well, I guess the, the Colts only have four wins. They're not, I don't know that the Colts are winning another game. Well, who do the Colts play? The Colts, the Colts have, also, have the Giants. That's a loss. And that the should Texans. be a loss. And the Texans, right? Yeah, and, and that's the, the big Texans. game. Yeah. And that's why if the Bears stay where they are, that's... I don't think the Cardinals are winning another game. Although they oddly have a game they could potentially win this weekend. Who are they playing? Well, they're playing in Atlanta. They probably won't. I mean, the way things are going for them, the wheels have kind of come off. Um, so would you do that? Is that something? Is that a... Would you do if... Let's, I'd be so interested in having Tapante Adams here. Go back to nine today. Let's keep it at where we are today. Two You're killing and, me. You two for the Devonte Adams and the ninth overall pick. Would you do it? Uh, I think yes. Would you? I would. I think yes. Justin Fields to Devontae Adams sounds good to me. And 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 you're still talking about a top 10 pick. And you're still going to be talking about a top 10 pick. That's true. And maybe you do find your tackle. Would there. you rather have that or like multiple first round picks for the next mm. two or three years from, I, I don't know, Carolina? I mean, it's just, right. Devontae and is such all these a, other teams. You're right. Devontae is such a proven commodity. When yes. do we start worrying you, about you, his age, though? You take the, like, with Devontae, Charlie, you take the bust factor out. Yes, you do. How right. many of the first, like, it's already a 50% miss rate on first-round picks to begin with. So if you take, if you get Devontae Adams, you're taking the bust. You're ta- like, it's just like when you get A.J. Brown. Yes. In yes. You're taking the bust factor out. You take the bust factor out. Devontae Adams has 41 touchdowns in his last 45 games. 41, Sylvie. 41. This division's wide open. We know this. The division's wide open. 
And it, I think it, it is. I don't. I don't totally disagree with that. I mean, Aaron Rodgers isn't getting any younger. Uh, and either is Kirk Cousins, and they're going to be at some point looking to upgrade their quarterback too. They won these freakish games. Oh, they couldn't win one last year. Now they've won every one of them. All these close games. That some that usually balances out. We'll take some of your calls on this coming up. We'll also ask Tony Dungy about it when we, we come to, back. Yes, three one two three three two three seven seven six. We're back in two minutes.